Hey everybody, it's Kyle back here with another episode of Knocked Out Entertainment Presents. Kind of a little news update, and this is kind of why I kept the title of this podcast very vague, was the fact that I wanted to do more shows more often, and part of that was... Uh, because I cover a lot of pro wrestling and share my opinions on a lot of professional wrestling stuff, uh, news breaks at multiple times, and you never know when the next story is going to break and the next thing that I want to comment on. I've got a podcast coming up uh, that we were recording later this week Uh with Gabe uh, again and we are going to discuss uh, this past weekend's Wrestlepalooza events because it was Gabe's first indie show in the area and to call Wrestlepalooza an indie show when it's drawing a thousand people uh, at the historic First Avenue nightclub uh, is kind of an understatement but uh, we'll we'll get to that on this that show, but what I really wanted to talk about was the news and the all elite wrestling rally that happened earlier today in Jacksonville, Florida, and the announcements that they made. And I don't want to say I told you so, but I also want to put this podcast out before anybody else takes the credit for what my theory was and my theory i i now am a little bit off on my timeline but i want to also explain what my timeline was uh when they the rumors first started coming about about all elite wrestling i thought that Especially when they announced, oh, we're going to announce something in January. It's like, oh, they're going to announce something right after the Tokyo Dome show. Because they don't want to burn their new their bridge with New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Tokyo Dome show was on January 4th. The announcements of the kind of more specifics on the company itself, January 8th, today. And so I was thinking, oh, they're going to to announce the 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 company and announce all in to double or nothing for June. It turns out it's May twenty fifth, but. I feel pretty solid on that that guess of what was going to happen. Uh, May 25th, and why I chose that date again, not wanting to burn the bridge with New Japan and to keep a potential working relationship with Ring of Honor. They, they didn't want to do that show before... WrestleMania and before the Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling show at Madison Square Garden. 
because New Japan will not say anything about what the like who they're working with moving forward until after that Madison Square Garden show. And if the AEW roster is still able to work with New Japan, they'd want to do that big show before the G1 season kicks off, which is usually mid-July. So that was my theory of June June or July. It ended up being May 25th. Las Vegas, Nevada, the MGM Grand, which according to like Wikipedia and that kind of site, those type of sites, uh, the MGM Grand Garden Arena holds 16,000 people. So, you know, kick off a few who for, you know, the fact that you, you have the staging, you have the ring, probably a good, you know, 13 to 15,000 people in that arena for a professional wrestling show bigger than all in was in a destination location, uh, which, uh, Chicago area, not quite destination, easy to travel to. Yes. But, uh, especially with a star cast, potentially, going on the they have multiple convention centers in Las Vegas that can be easily used for a situation like this uh but to me so and then the that was the event and they also vaguely announced that the second show would be in Jacksonville the second show, I would not be surprised if it is a TV special sometime in September or October. And coming from Jacksonville, potentially, my my theory, because of All In Zero Hour and that kind of stuff, it would not surprise me if it was on WGN America once again. And they would do that as almost just like WWE did with their initial SmackDown on episode of being a special that turns into kind of a backdoor pilot of, hey, this went really well. Would you like to see this every week, every Tuesday night in October when SmackDown moves from Tuesday nights to Friday nights and wrestling fans are already have become conditioned to searching out wrestling on a Tuesday night. And it's like, Oh look, we have an option now. Here is all elite wrestling. I think the name that was thrown out there was Tuesday night dynamite, which not a great title, but when you think about it back to Monday Night Nitro is kind of stupid sounding. Monday Night Raw is kind of stupid sounding. SmackDown is kind of stupid sounding. But you've been conditioned and gotten used to it. 
So those titles aren't as dumb. And so then there was a lot of talent announced on the show. Previously, we knew that Cody, the Young Bucks, and Adam Page all had signed contracts and were all going to work with with, uh, All Elite Wrestling. Cody and the Young Bucks, of course, being the minds behind All In, are executive vice presidents underneath the leadership of Tony Khan, who is the president of of, uh, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, It's very much a similar situation, it seems like, to when Eric Bischoff took over WCW. Which, if you think about that, in the initial stages of that, that was a very good, good hierarchy. Because you had Bill Shaw in charge and kind of in charge and overseeing where the money went and dealing with the executives at Turner Broadcasting and that type of thing, which I'm sure Tony Khan now will have to deal with the rest of the Khan family and where this $100 million investment is coming from. And then you had Eric Bischoff doing the day-to-day wrestling work. Much like, at least now, it is spread out between Cody, Matt, and Nick Jackson. So we knew that the three of them had signed. We knew Hangman Page had signed. Brandy Rhodes has signed and is also the chief brand officer. Uh, Dana Massey, who is uh, Matt Jackson's wife, uh, is going to be in charge of merchandising, I believe. Uh, which, if for those of you that don't know, she's basically been the one running the day-to-day operations of the Young Bucks merchandise stuff. So this is not a surprise, and it's a logical step forward. Uh, Hangman Page, as I said, is announced that he signed a contract and is just wrestling. He is <laughs> the only one who is not in a executive position and is just like, no, you're talent. Uh, the other talent, uh, I like the fact that they said during this press conference that they are going to focus on the women's division. It will be equal pay uh, for men and women, which is great. Uh, technically, I, I know how the wrestling business works. It's like, yes, your main eventers will probably make more than your undercard talent. But now knowing, as I spoke with my roommate Shane earlier, the main event men and the main event female talent will be paid the same, which is a good thing moving forward. Uh, and one of the signings was Britt Baker. And I saw someone mention online that it is kind of nice to know that the first three female signees of All Elite Wrestling ended up being two executives in the company and a doctor (laughs) because Britt Breaker is a certified dentist and like she is legitimately a doctor. (laughs) Uh, I have 
heard through the grapevine, she prioritizes her patience a lot of times over wrestling in in stuff. Uh, So we knew those announcements beforehand. The press conference kicked off with Conrad Thompson and another person whose name I did not catch uh, introducing everybody. And the, the first three men they introduced were Frankie Kazarian, Christopher Daniels, and Scorpio Sky. SCU is being is going to be all elite, elite wrestling, and that's a very good move because not only are those three very popular acts, uh, but uh, in Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, you have very much veteran leadership in the locker room which I don't think is going to be a problem by any means in this company because it feels like Cody and the Young Bucks are very much leading by example. And they're a great example to set. Uh, the next announcement, and, and to me, was kind of a very... It's going to be a very underplayed announcement because nobody knows who these people are yet because I've been wondering who who is going to fill up this roster and the young bucks announced that they made a deal to bring in talent from OWE uh, OWE is a Chinese promotion uh that it is joked online that it is just a bunch of Chinese acrobats they taught to wrestle. That's kind of true, but it also is led by uh, one of the most respected names in wrestling. That is Shima, who has been a a stable for a company called Dragon Gate, which in times in the 2000 could you could say it was either the number two at times or number three company in japan and the japanese wrestling scene is very competitive uh but dragon gate has always stood for a a different sort of thing because as founded at first by ultimo dragon and then burn off and spun off into Dragon Gate itself from the Torumon system. And then this last year, there was a split between Shima and his crew and the rest of Dragon Gate. Shima went over to found OWE and work with those people in China. And the, it is weird. Every other promotion they've they've gone to, they've been known as Strong Hearts. And the, the Young Bucks announced them as Good Hearts, which I don't know if that is a trademarking issue or if Matt Jackson misspoke or what. Uh, but yeah, they are known as good hearts now and they will be incredibly exciting to see. Uh, 
The next person out was MJF, who we will actually talk about in the Wrestlepalooza episode because he was at Wrestlepalooza this past weekend, uh, which that is an underrated thing in that it seems like these contracts are not exclusive unless they want to be, at least for the time being. Uh, because Scorpio Sky has a lot of upcoming independent dates. MJF is one of the busiest people on the independent wrestling scene right now in North America. Uh, and MJF is out there cutting his promo, and I almost stood up and clapped when Joey Janela came out and hit him with a crutch. And Joey Janela, not surprisingly at all, since he was in, he was at All In, and will be part of AEW. And it looks like Penelope Ford will as well, and she is a great addition to that women's uh, roster. Her and so that that should be fun. And if Joey is cleared by May twenty fifth. I would not be surprised if this is your match uh, for double or nothing, or at least one of them. It could be the the crazy brawling match of the night. Uh, And then once again, Hangman Page came out. Hangman Page came out and was interrupted by music I was not familiar with uh, because I have not been keeping up with Dragon Gate as much lately. Uh, But that was the the music of Pac, the former Adrian Neville, Neville in WWE, the former cruiserweight champion, the former king of the cruiserweights. Now he's the bastard Pac. And... If this is another match for Double or Nothing, I'm incredibly excited for this match because Hangman Page is incredibly underrated how much he has improved in the last year. And Pac, the fact that he had to sit out for almost a year in that WWE contract because he did not like how he was being utilized and walked out of the company but was stuck in that contract is so this should be such a good showcase. Cause I know you've got to think that Pac wants to show what he can do on American soil again to the former WWE audience and show WWE what they did not utilize when he was with them. Uh, and then the final big kind of surprise uh, the big the final big surprise here was that Chris Jericho is part of all elite wrestling. Uh, it's incredibly great to have you know, a legend in the wrestling business in Chris Jericho. 
as part of this this company uh what this means for his future with new japan and pro wrestling we have no idea at this time but it should be very interesting uh, moving forward so yeah that that's really all i wanted to say for this kind of quick little news update sorry if i've been stammering a little bit it's been a while since i've podcasted obviously as you guys know uh since we took that little hiatus but yeah i'll be doing this a lot more so these should flow a lot better especially when i'm sitting here talking to myself uh so thanks for listening i'll be back uh probably monday with that russell palooza episode i'm looking into doing a a quick update it on the nxt uk takeover that it'll be this weekend and a lot more so yeah just keep tuned in and follow every Follow everything at knockedoutentertainment.com and Knocked Out Films on Facebook, Hook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks.